The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, we invite back nutritionist Valerie Hall. It's important to know what to eat to keep your bones strong and healthy. Plus, later, what's going on around town. But first up, we're going to discuss bone health. And joining us today is nutritional consultant and certified natural health professional Valerie Hall. Valerie appears in front of thousands of people each year and speaks on a variety of topics, even hosts her own radio show. She's such a wealth of health and nutrition knowledge, and we want to get right to her. Welcome back, Valerie. How are you? I'm doing great, Kimberly. Thanks so much for having me back. It's always a pleasure. So happy you can join us. And again, before we get to our topic, tell us the scope and focus of your work today. Well, I do so many fun things. I'm so excited about my career and the places I get to go. I travel the whole country doing seminars on about 20 different health subjects for all kinds of different people. Sometimes they're customers in a health food store. I also train nurse practitioners, doctors, and uh, so get to do a lot of different things that way. So I've been traveling coast to coast, and I also have my own radio show that broadcasts out of San Diego called Gateway to Vibrant Health, and you can also access that at that website and uh, just do consultations with people. So I really enjoy spreading that word about natural health. So that's really my focus at this point. Good for you. And it seems like you're, you've been getting busier and busier. So good. It sounds like you're off to a great new year. Uh, today, we're talking about healthy bones. And as we uh, age, of course, it seems like each new day brings an increase of the creaking and the crackling of bones when we get out of bed. I am so included in that. So I guess my question, why are there so many people with bone problems as we get older? Well, there are a variety of things going on with our bones that are really different than what we've been told. We've been told for a long time that bones equal calcium. And they're finding out now that that's not necessarily true. In fact, the United States has the highest calcium-containing diet in the world, and yet we have the highest degree of osteoporosis. So in other parts of the world, osteoporosis and osteopenia might be linked to a lack of calcium, but that's not what's going on here. So just throwing a ton of calcium at your bone isn't going to be the thing that strengthens it. So there are a lot of other factors that are necessary to make sure that the calcium goes to the right place and really gets uh, in there. And then there are a variety of things in our food supply that we're going to talk about that really some of the things build us up and some break us down. I think that many Americans are eating this foundation diet that is a degenerative diet. And I'm going to educate you on that because not only does that degenerate our bones, but it also degenerates our joints and our skin and our brain and our immune system and all these things that we rely on to keep us healthy. So we're going to talk about some of the ways that we can structurally support our bodies. Wow, it's always great having you on because you're a myth buster here. And it's something <laughs> we've been, you know, brought up to think about with that calcium. You know, this is good stuff. What are the worst foods for our bones then? Well, bad food number one, I think by far the worst, is soda pop. Mm -hmm. Because soda pop has a variety of things. They add phosphoric acid to make the bubbles, and that pulls the calcium right out of our bone. Next, it's got a lot of either sugar or artificial sweetener, neither of which are good for us either. Sugars really accelerate degeneration in the body. All those things are are fall-apart foods, as I call them. And then, uh, so the, the soda pop has a variety of different things. It also makes our blood very 
very acidic. We have this constant quest for balance between acid and alkaline. When our blood starts to tip into that acidic scale, we pull the alkalizing minerals out of our bone just to get ourselves balanced out again. Mm -hmm. And so that's another issue there. Other foods that degenerate our bone include sugars, corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup, things like that. Fructose is an interesting thing. For a long time, we thought that that was a healthier sugar for us. Studies are now showing that fructose ends up being a very negative when it's in large quantities. Fructose means fruit sugar, and in one piece of fruit, it's fine. But fruit juice, I don't agree with this idea of giving people large amounts of fruit juice. A little bit diluted in water would be fine, but not these big glasses of fruit juice. In fact, I recently read that most Americans are getting about half of their caloric intake every day from fructose. because we use it as a sweetener in so many things. And when it breaks down in the body, it has even worse side effects. Another bad food is the way we take whole grain and grind it up into flour. That becomes degenerative and makes us fall apart. So there are a variety of things, hydrogenated oils, that are huge in our food supply that are constantly pulling strength out of our body, strength out of our muscles and our bones and our joints. And those are, I think, the big bad guys in our food supply. So it really is zapping us out of our energy, but then also just zapping us out of uh, what could potentially be, um, as you say, it's degenerative. It's just taking away everything in the future. Completely. And a lot of people, you know, we all want to maintain our health as we go through life. Mm -hmm. We want our health span to match our lifespan. Mm -hmm. And so many of the foods make it difficult to do that. They cause dis-ease meaning no ease in the body. That's what disease means is is uh, you're not having the right operations going on within our cells. And good natural food, on the other hand, will really help us with that. Mm. Well, you make it sound so easy. <laughs> <laughs> what foods and lifestyle changes can we make to support our bone health? Well, lifestyle-wise, one of the most important things is weight-bearing exercise because our bones will have no choice but to get weaker if we don't require them to do some work. It's like a plant that you have on the indoors that never gets uh, any wind. Mm. And then the plant gets weaker and weaker. We have to put a stick and tie it up, you know, because it has no structural integrity. Same is true for bones. And the the particular kind of exercise that's good for bones is called weight bearing. So walking is an excellent weight bearing exercise for legs and hips and ankles and things like that. The little weights that you could hold and maybe do some arm exercises while you sit and watch TV would be a great way to strengthen the bones in the upper body. Swimming is a great exercise. And if you have a hard time walking, then swimming is great, but it is not a weight-bearing exercise because the we the water buoys us up and we don't have the gravity working against our bones to strengthen. So that's a really important lifestyle thing. And food-wise, if we go back to the foods that we all ate a hundred years ago, anything that's been invented in the, la- in the last 70 years, I recommend that we avoid. Eat the way our grandparents did, with raw and slightly cooked vegetables, a little bit of fruit. If we're going to eat grain, make it whole grain grain and not ground up flour, use natural fats and not hydrogenated oils. The fats that we've been told are bad really aren't bad and in fact are essential. There are a number of things that we build our bodies out of with with the fats, including the brain, which is 60% fat. So this idea that all fat is bad has been a bad idea for our health in general. So what we want to avoid are the hydrogenated oils and partially hydrogenated oils and things like that, deep fried food. But butter, 
is not the great evil that we've been told it is. Olive oil is outstanding for us. And one of the biggest surprises is coconut oil is one of the best things that we can get in our bodies. And that was something that we were told was terrible. Many years ago, the one they tested was a hydrogenated coconut oil. But if you get natural virgin coconut oil, it's outstanding for us. And this is some, you know, this is a, uh, we go back and forth on this. And what is good? What is bad? But I think, is it pretty much if you just say it is natural and you do, as you just mentioned, you just go back to the original form and that virgin And that's why I love Mother's Market does such an outstanding job of providing excellent quality food. They really scrutinize everything that's going to go on their shelves and make sure that they're getting the highest quality natural food for people that's not loaded with chemicals and preservatives and and, uh, all this unnatural stuff that is really in a commercial grocery store, I feel like 90% of the food that we can buy in a commercial grocery store robs us of our health instead of gives us health. We've got to be shopping at a good quality health food store like Mother's to find good health supporting food. And the other good part about that as well is that they have people there that you can ask questions to and everybody's educated. As yes, well. they have a great education. I mean, the, the people in the supplement department know what they're talking about mm-hmm. and the people in the grocery department, you can ask them, where does this dish come from? And they'll be able to tell you. Mm-hmm. Whereas some stores you go in, they go, I don't know. <laughs> but they have a, a really good track record for providing excellent food there at Mother's. So go back to the way our grandparents ate. Natural food in as close to its natural state as we can find it, that's going to be health-supporting food for us. Okay, so I'm a mom, and I have a busy life. I have kids that run around from sporting activities to, you know, homework after school, this and that. I'm going to the uh, to, to Mother's Market, and I'm going to the store, and I want to put together a quick meal, but yet I want it to be healthy. Um, what would you suggest are those those meals that I go back to what my grandparents made. What what kind of meal am I looking at? I would look at fish or chicken if, if your children will eat that. That's mm-hmm. always a good choice. Uh, you're much better off making your own potatoes in a pan at home instead of buying french fries that have been dipped in a deep fryer, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Or out of a box. Exactly. <laughs> and at least the things that are in a box at Mother's are very healthily prepared. You can get mm-hmm. a lot of organic things there that you wouldn't necessarily find in a regular store. And uh, you can really even fast faster food, deli items, tuna salad, you know, egg salad, things like that. I usually make a big batch of egg salad every week where I'll do about two dozen eggs mm-hmm. and just uh, keep that in the fridge. It's one of, one of my favorite of for the girls and then you can just grab it either make a little sandwich or put it on a salad or, or just eat it plain right out of the container right and so. that keeps and, and you're right you have many uses for that and that's the other thing you know what it's nice to go to uh, you know your refrigerator your refrigerator and see that you have a full refrigerator and the kids love that too yes I do <laughs> I love that too well that's great oh so many great uh, ideas from you and and again healthy healthy ideas we have uh, so many more um, great tips from you as well Valerie Hall. So don't go anywhere. Stay with us and you too. Uh, Stay with us. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. 
And SolarAid delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy SolarAid at Mother's Market today. And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the podcast from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with nutritional consultant Valerie Hall. Today, we're talking about bone health. And Valerie, what bones should we be concerned about as we age? Well, really, we want to make sure that they're all healthy. But the ones that tend to get in trouble the most for people are knees and hips because those are the things that take the brunt of our impact. Keeping ourselves moving is a really important thing. I think everybody should do a little bit of walking, whatever you're comfortable with. If you're only comfortable with five minutes, then start with five minutes. You know, don't hurt yourself, but do some nice steady walking, whether that's back and forth across the living room, up and down your driveway. Then you'll get better and go around the block, Mm -hmm. and then you can do that multiple times. But that keeps things lubricated. Those omega-3 essential fatty acids that we talk about frequently are very helpful for lubricating the joints. So that really helps keep the joint inflammation down and gives good lubrication. I always love the brand called Nordic Naturals, which you can find at Mother's Market as a top quality fish oil. So that's excellent. The amounts are really changing on fish oil. They used to say, you know, 1,000 milligrams a day. I really like a minimum of 3,000 milligrams a day Uh of fish oil to get the, the great benefit. And if people have a lot of pain in their body, they can go up from there. So three to 7,000 a day. I just read an article that said it could help to decrease our risk of premature death by over 85% if we take our fish oil every day. Wow. So it's just a tremendous thing for the health of everything, but it really helps those joints to keep the inflammation down. When we get inflamed, that's when things really start to wear out. So the biggest uh, problems tend to be hips and, and knees, and then some occupations you would have more stresses on one area. If you've got the typist or massage therapist, she might get a lot of stress in her fingers and her wrists. Uh, Somebody who works with flooring or carpet down on their knees all the time, they're getting a lot of wear and tear there. So depending on certain occupations might have some more wear and tear for various joints as well. (laughs) Tennis elbow, you know, we hear that sometimes. Uh, Golfers swing, you know, they get the golfer's shoulder things Mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that. So those can also have an impact. That's a very good point. And, of course, everybody does have different impacts on what they do because of what they do. So that occupational hazard, as you say, uh, with their bone health. So really good points. Um, what's, it seems that recommendation for bone health has changed over the years is true. Um, why is that? Well, there are always new studies coming out, and some of these have been very long-term studies. New research uh, on various nutrients comes out, and then we say, aha, there's another piece of the puzzle that we didn't realize before. So that's, I think, why we're getting a lot more information. The Women's Health Study came out a few years ago, and that one followed tens of thousands of women over the course of their lifetime, and it looked at what they were eating and what their health outcomes were. And one of the most surprising things that I read out of that study was that a woman who drank 14 glasses of milk a week had a 45% greater chance of having osteoporosis than a woman who drank one glass of milk a week. Okay, you have to say that again because this might be your quote of the day for this 
for bone health because what this is again a myth buster totally opposite of what we've been told um and it's because it's no longer the milk that our grandparents drank mm-hmm. they pasteurize they homogenize it changes it substantially and the pasteurization process heats milk to boiling to kill off bacteria mm. and that fuses the calcium and the protein so tightly together that we can't really pull them apart and use them as building blocks very well anymore. So that's why the pasteurized milk is a problem for bones, not a helper the way that we've all been taught. So raw milk is great for bones. Almond milk, uh, I like the unsweetened almond milk, unsweetened coconut milk is also going to be good. So those are going to be better choices than the pasteurized milk that we all have been raised with thinking is the real key to keeping our bones healthy. This women's health study showed that that is oh not the God. case. I know. Shocking. That there, I was shocking. shocked. I was appalled, actually, when I yeah. read that. I said, oh, my gosh, because I can remember forcing milk on my children when right. they were little. Uh, this will make you strong and healthy, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, and I had one daughter that was turned turns out was tremendously um, allergic and got migraine headaches from the milk all the mm-hmm. time. And I didn't really, you know, it took me a while to put that together. And then I started studying nutrition and came to realize that that was part of the problem. But uh, it's really quite amazing that it just isn't the supporter that we have thought it is when we drink that pasteurized milk. So Mother's offers all of those great uh, raw milk, which is more expensive, but it's well worth it. Uh, you can also find places, you know, I, I believe they also have raw goat's milk and the almond milk and the coconut milk, and that way people who are lactose intolerant right. won't have the problem with that almond milk and coconut milk. So uh, another good point. I wanted to ask you, um, and we're probably going to lead right into this next question, but you mentioned um, that osteoporosis and your and that your shocking quote just now in regards to milk. But what about scoliosis? I remember when I was a, a little girl, and I know they still do tests for that, but girls especially with scoliosis and having to bend over and having to check the spine. Correct. What about that in bone health? And you know, what I think is even worse now is the fact that kids at school don't have lockers anymore, and they load all their books in their backpacks. Yes, yes. And that heavy, really heavy, heavy, heavy backpacks. backpacks from a young age. You know, mm-hmm. I can remember my daughter in second grade having yeah. this backpack, and they don't want to get the wheelie backpacks. No, that's, that's, that's not, not cool. cool. <laughs> <You look laughs> Can't like be nerd, so uncool. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, so she definitely, my younger one, has a little bit of that from that uh, weight of that. So that has to do with the little discs in between also very important mm-hmm. but it's also the kind of stress you put on your back okay. if you are in one constant position you know i know people who are dentists and they're constantly bending over and they usually have to get some work done to help straighten things out again okay. but uh, I, i'm a big believer in different types of massage therapy chiropractic osteopathic kind of things where you put things back in alignment once they get knocked out so okay. that's a, a helpful thing there okay i was wondering about that okay so um well we were leading right into this. What are the negative side effects of too much calcium that cannot be used properly? Well, today people are recommended to take far too much calcium without any education about what calcium needs to work properly. The calcium managers are actually much more important than the calcium itself because calcium's like a, a difficult child. It's never going to mm-hmm. do the right thing unless it's told what to do. Yeah. And calcification in the soft tissue is a disaster for the body. Mm-hmm. Calcium is now being linked to heart attacks. When we get calcium that's trying to stabilize a joint, we might form a bone spur, a heel spur, a neck spur. Calcium can get into the kidneys where it forms kidney stones. It can get into the heart muscle itself 
itself, other muscles of the body, the heart valves. One of the most common places that calcium can deposit is in the arteries. We've all heard that term, hardening of the arteries. That's calcium that gets into the cholesterol plaque. And then that freezes the arteries in place so that they aren't able to expand and contract the way that they should. Okay. So that's a, a really a disaster for the heart when we get calcification there. Mm. But calcium can also get into breast tissue. It can get into the brain where it short circuits memory. All of these things, we don't want ourselves turning to stone as we get mm -hmm. older. We need to keep our collagen structures nice and flexible and have that calcium directed onto the bone. So for too long, we've been given this equation that bone equals calcium. A much better equation is bone equals collagen. 70% mm. of bone is this flexible collagen matrix in the center. 30% of bone is the mineralization on the outside. So you need the flexibility inside and you need the, the strength and hardness on the outside so that when we get a stress on our bone, it doesn't just break, but it bends instead. And so that's what the collagen allows it to do. Collagen is also the attachment point for the minerals. So it doesn't matter how much calcium that we've got going in, if we have this porous collagen matrix mm -hmm. that's brittle and dry, it's not going to withstand any stress, and it's not going to give the minerals any place to hang on to. So it just washes through and doesn't end up being able to attach. So the much bigger concern, in my opinion, for bone is things that are going to build that collagen matrix and keep that healthy and flexible and hydrated make a huge difference for bone health. So less calcium and more calcium managers is a much better recipe for building healthy bone, in my opinion. And the there are some great supplements that can really help us with that, but most medical doctors are relying on old research, which tells them to recommend between 1,000 and 2,000 milligrams of calcium a day as a supplemental dose. We already have between 1,800 and 2,000 of calcium a day in the average American diet. Remember I said it was the highest calcium diet in the world. Mm -hmm. Our total need for the day is about 2,500. So if we take another 1,000 to 2,000 above the 2,000 we're already getting out of our food, we end up way over calcified and we are not directing it to the bone. If it were as simple as throwing calcium at the bone, we certainly wouldn't have the osteoporosis problems that we do in this country today. So it's not that simple. And we're never told about what kind of calcium to get. So there's only one kind of calcium that's actually been shown to build bone, which I was very surprised at because I've always thought that they've all been shown yeah. to build bone. There's only one type called MCHC, microcrystalline hydroxyapatite, is that big long word. If you want my gold, my gold star word, there it is. I was going to say, you get a gold star. There you are. It just rolls right off my tongue. Oh, wow. Thank goodness I was a foreign language major. Oh, I forgot about that, too. You sure were. Okay, say it so again, though, just so MCHC. You, you don't have to memorize that crazy big word, just okay. MCHC. And that's the one that you'll find in a great product by Doctors Best Vitamins called Calcium Bone Maker Complex. And that one is widely available. It's at Mother's, and it's a really good form. So MCHC is not a vegetarian bone uh, formula. It is made from cow bone itself. And I believe that the reason that this is the only calcium that is shown to build bone is because it has a huge amount of collagen in it. It's 24% collagen by weight. Since Americans don't realize they need the collagen for bone, the advantage of the MCHC is that it already has the collagen built in. So you're strengthening that collagen matrix, regaining flexibility, giving the minerals something to attach to. There are also some basic kinds of minerals, 
They call minerals either organic or inorganic, which means something very different than when we're talking about produce. Organic minerals are from something that's been alive in the past, a plant or an animal. Inorganic minerals are ground up rock. They've never been alive. And inorganic minerals are really hard for us to use. We're not earthworms. We were never designed <laughs> to eat ground up rock. And so that's what most Americans take as a calcium supplement are these inorganic minerals, things like calcium citrate, calcium carbonate. So they add what they call a chelate to those, the citrate, the carbonate, that's designed to help carry it in. But even with that helper, that ground up rock is not very well utilized by the body. So even citrate is the best of those, but it's not as good as an organic mineral from a plant or an animal source. And the only one that's been shown to build bone is the MCHC because that's the only kind that's actually got the collagen matrix built into it. So very, very interesting stuff. And a lot of people out there are lowering their recommendations for how much calcium to take. The people in the know who are paying attention to the new research yeah. are all lowering their recommendations. That includes the World Health Organization, mm -hmm. Dr. Andrew Weil, and Dr. Oz even recently has uh, come out with his new recommendations. All those people are recommending between 500 and 700 milligrams a day as a supplement, not this old 1,000 to 2,000 milligrams a day, which can be downright harmful. It's, I think, the you know, it's very hard for a supplement to be harmful for us. I think calcium has that potential. So we want to be more careful with our calcium supplementation, get an absorbable form, get one that is proven to bone, build bone density, and take less of it, not this huge amount, but an absorbable smaller amount. Aside from the calcium itself, there are other cofactors that we desperately need to make it work properly. Magnesium is well known, but don't choose a formula with magnesium oxide. Oxide is very unabsorbable. I prefer malate or, or some other form of magnesium in a bone formula. And then the next thing is vitamin K2 mm -hmm. is gaining in popularity. That it. prevents calcium from getting into the soft tissue, and it glues it into the bone matrix. So that's a very critical thing in any bone formula. K1 does not work. It's got to be K2. And then vitamin D3. I like a minimum of 2,000 units a day of D3. And if somebody has a bone problem already, I'm going to recommend 5,000 units a day. And they can get their blood levels of D3 tested every three to six months. But it is very difficult to overdose on D3 with those kind of amounts. And most Americans are desperately low. Certainly if people have immune or bone problems, they are desperately low. So that's another key factor. Silica is really important. And the thing, silica works in two ways for bones. Silica builds the collagen matrix, so very helpful there, and it manages the calcium and directs it onto, the, onto that collagen matrix. So it works in a twofold way. Uh, there's an excellent one available at Mother's Market called Biosil by Natural Factors that has been proven in studies to build bone mineral density by 2% a year. And there's another one that I've used for a long time that's a liquid by Idon Liquid Minerals that's also excellent. So if you prefer a liquid, go with the Idon. It has no taste. If you prefer a pill, go with the Biosil. But those are just, I think, one of the key anti-aging minerals because not only is it great for bone, it's great for joint tissue, it's great for muscle, it's great for hair, it's great for fingernails, <laughs> it's great for veins and arteries to strengthen them. It's great for everything that's made out of collagen in our body. That's when I'm writing out all those notes right now. <laughs> 
yes. Keep going. Yep. Perfect. So those are the things. Less calcium. We want some good quality magnesium to balance it, some vitamin D3, some vitamin K2, and then a Probably a separate silica supplement would be an ideal recipe to really help with the bones. And if anybody would like that all written out, I have a great paper written called Healthy Bones for Life. And you can email me at Valerie at ValerieHallNutrition.com and I can email that right over to you. I'll be happy to do that. I also do seminars regularly at Mother's and you can check their website for when I'll be there. Oh, you just perfect. You wrapped it up with a perfect bow. I love that. Oh, (laughs) thank you. A wealth of information as, as always, Valerie. Thank you so much for your time and we really appreciate your knowledge and look forward to having you on again in the meantime as Valerie just mentioned you can get more information on Valerie and her website once again ValerieHallNutrition.com and learn more about her natural approach to making us all healthier and I feel healthier just having you here (laughs) thanks so much we look forward to our next visit thanks thank you Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market radio show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.